Welcome back, world. Jack of all spades, CLT. Back like that X when they see the glow up. I am the beloved one, DJ Spellmon. To my left, we have the pride of Africa, Ken Wabibi. Hello, world. It's pride of Africa, Ken Wabibi. Big up to Angola. Big up to Angola. Big up, big up. To my right, we have Banks on the beat. Yep, Blue Water Banks, Banks, Fat Boy Tires, back at it. 3700 Wilkinson Boulevard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is there 28208? What's that? And today, our special guest is Ebony Frazier, mm-hmm. aka the Bossy. Oh! <laughs> How you doing today, madam? I'm doing good. How are you? We are good. We are good. Um, just got back safely from Atlanta. How was that? It was good. Um, much needed trip just to kind of get some rest and relaxa- relaxation and a little down the street, you know, yeah. vibe. Not that far, not that far. <laughs> right, right. The biggest question of the day is, did you stop at Magic City for the wings? Not, not this trip. <laughs> Make sure you get there next time. <laughs> All right, so a little bit about you. You are a 2006 alum of Harding University High School, big up the Rams. Okay. Mm -hmm. Then went to Winston-Salem State. You were still a Ram. Still a Ram. Okay. (laughs) Then finished it on out at, you know, UNCC, big Mm -hmm. up 49er Nation. Right, right. All right, so shout out all those schools and universities. We're educated up in this piece. (laughs) (laughs) So to start off, we definitely want to give you your flowers, you know, we don't want to wait until you're gone. And then, of course, everybody's crying at the funeral. Nah, let's give them to you right now. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Right. I appreciate that. Yeah, no doubt. No sure. doubt. So you were nominated for the Seat at the Table Award. Can mm-hmm. you talk about that experience right there? Well, honestly, it was a surprise to me because um, you never know who's watching. Right. So when I got the nomination, I think this was like two years, two, three years ago, mm-hmm. Um, it's an event that they do here in Charlotte, some, um, female entrepreneurs, um, they set it up and it was just like, oh, you're nominated. And I'm like, who, you know, like, I had no idea. So I had to do my own digging and, you know, like do some research, like find out who they were. Um, so it's the, um, well, I call it a SADA, but a seat at the table awards. Um, I wasn't selected, but I mean, it's cool. Even the nomination that was, you know, enough to, you know, kind of give me some encouragement to kind of keep me motivated, keep me going. Because again, like I said, you never know who's watching. Exactly. So more on that, like a reason why you were nominated. You are a connector. You are a hustler. (laughs) (laughs) You are a creator for African-American, like women, a tribe of Mm -hmm. entrepreneurs and just People trying to do their own personal development. So that is what you encompass. So like I said, we want to give you the flowers Thank right you. now. So big up. I appreciate that, you guys. No doubt. No <laughs> doubt. Okay. And um, can you speak on your mindset and why it's important for women to work together? And uh, most importantly, like, why do you think women are so in competition with each other? So for me, I feel like I would rather collaborate with you than to compete with you. It's just, it's too much. I don't got that time for time, you know. So I would much rather say, like, um, I sell hair, you know, and that's something that I've done for a while now. Um, But 
instead of going against like the local hair shops or, you know, other like entrepreneurs that sell hair, you know, what ways can we come together? Like, because my audience is not your audience right. and, you know, vice versa. You can't do what I do and I can't do what you do and I'm not trying to. Um, I feel like a lot of times we as women, we automatically create like this mindset of my sister is my competition and that's not the case, you know. Um, and it's, it's unfortunate. I, I can't really... I can, but I can't really explain it. But it's just like, it's like you walk into a room with all these women and you feel like they're automatically against you. And that's not the case. All you got to do, introduce yourself, you know, get to know the person that, you know, you feel is competition and you never know how far that can go just by simply saying hello. Right. You know, opening up that, peeling back those layers and getting to know the person and then just trying to figure out, like, how can we collaborate? So, um, you know, like like I said, selling hair is very popular. Like, everybody sells hair. Um, but if I have a – if I know somebody that's selling hair and, you know, she's struggling with social media marketing, that's something I'm good with. Let me help you out, you know. I don't want to sit and watch you struggle, you know, and you trying to build this audience or whatever, right. and you just struggling, you know. And I'm sitting over here with 10,000 followers, you know, let me pass some of these people on to right. you, sis. I, you know, I, I don't have that much time, you know, and I, I can't do it all by myself. So yeah. I feel like um, if more people adapted to the mindset of collaboration over competition, especially in the female community, like we can do so many great things mm. if we kept that mindset together. Yeah, definitely want to big you up on that because I know not a, not a lot of people have that mindset. Mm -hmm. But I also want to big you up on you doing some work with Samaritan's Feet. Mm -hmm. So I work in the education space, and we do a lot of work with Samaritan's Feet as well, like my kids that need community service. Mm -hmm. So the question is, as a boss, which you are, why is it important to give back to the community? Because I'm not a boss if I don't give back to my community. Ooh. Okay, um, okay. <laughs> okay. I just feel like, you know, throughout my life, you know, there's been a lot of um, adversities that I've seen. You know, my mom was a single mom. Um, so for the most part, like, we had the backing of my grandfather to kind of, like, support us. But then when he passed away, you know, things got really tight. You know, that was, like, our, our breadwinner. So anything I needed, I could go to him. But, you know, there were times where, you know, my mom couldn't afford to pay a bill. So she would have to go to places like, you know, crisis or, you know, somewhere to get assistance. And so I'm just very big on giving back to those organizations and other organizations because they at some point helped me, you know. And I just feel like you as bosses, we're making all these moves. You're making these boss moves. But what are you doing for your community mm, at right. the end of the day? Talk that. Yep. That's true. Now, we know you're a Jill of all trades. Um, you're the owner of Bossy Brand, mm -hmm. Bossy Circle, oh. Black Royal Steez, <laughs> Bossy Bundles, and you're a part of Total Life Changes. Mm -hmm. uh, let the listeners know about all these movements, and how do you find time to balance all these endeavors? Ooh. So, <laughs> I, I don't know what, again, I guess because <laughs> my mom was a single mom, you know, I watched her struggle. I just feel like everything is a hustle. I'm going to put that on the T-shirt. So don't Ooh, know okay, take okay. that idea. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, everything is a hustle for me. You know, I have my nine to five, but I also want to create these additional streams of income, you know, because you can't just survive off of one. You know, That's like nice. I got my nine to five, it pays my bills, but I want to go get my hair done. I want to get my nails done, you know, so I need additional streams of income. Um, the thing that I struggle with the most personally, I'm just be keep 
keep it all the way 100 is consistency. Mm. Um, I struggle with being consistent. And so I find that when I'm not consistent and when I'm not, you know, like planning out what I need to plan out for these different ventures, that's when I slow down in business. And that's when I see like all my businesses aren't doing as well as they could be because of me. So I think one of the the things that people can keep in mind, entrepreneurs um, or people in business, is just stay consistent. Like, stay on your stuff um, because the people look for that. Like, once you put it out there that you're doing something, like, people are going to be waiting and, like, looking for you to drop something. And so, luckily for me, my tribe, the people that support me, they they have helped me tremendously to kind of stay on task. But I tend to get off task. Like, <laughs> I, I got something going on you know it, it's just a lot but just time management overall is something that can definitely help when you're doing when you got your hand in all types of pots like right. mm, okay yep. now in regard to uh Bozzy bundles mm-hmm. so you were selling here to pay your way through undergrad yeah um do suppose do some adversities what were some life lessons you learned from that period of time Ooh. so um I tran- when I transferred from Winston to UNCC, Lord, I wish I had known this, but when they give y'all those refund checks, don't take them. <laughs> <laughs> turn the refund message. checks down, especially if you don't need it. So when I transferred, um, I think like after my second or third year of being at UNCC, like um, that's the around the time that my grandfather got cancer. So I had got put on academic probation, lost my financial aid. And then when I got it back, they were like, oh, well, you are reaching like the capacity for financial aid. So I was like, okay, what do I do? I, I did the payment plan and I had just started working full-time at Wells Fargo. So trying to be like a full-time employee, full-time student, it was hard. And I'm again, they weren't paying that much then, you know, I was making like $12 an hour. So I'm paying rent again because, you know, I'm in this mindset, I'm living above my means. So my apartment that I was staying in at the time, it was like a thousand something dollars. I had a car payment and I was just like, I had to figure out something. So um, I started selling hair um, just as an additional way to help me pay because the school put me on a payment plan. So I was like, okay, well, if I sell this amount of hair, this will take care of my tuition, basically. So, so it was hit or miss because everybody's not buying hair as consistently as you would like for them to. But I will say that some of those sales that I made definitely helped me pay my way through my last two years of school at UNCC. Hmm. That was definitely wow. a blessing. Okay. You had an IG post in January 2017. I'm doing this for me. That's an important message. Um, People tend to always allow outside noise to kind of distract or dictate what they're doing. Um, Can you speak to the power of loving yourself? Oh, it took me a while to get there. Um, And I had to go back to this post because I was like, wait a minute, what? (laughs) (laughs) Talking to yourself, right? (laughs) But um, 2017 was like a turning point for me. I had been in a relationship. Um, prior to that, and it was an interesting relationship, you know, I thought I wanted certain things in life. You know, I was really just testing the waters, to be honest. I feel like every woman at some point goes through that phase. So I was testing the waters, and I've been, you know, like a plus-size female all my life. So I felt like, okay, you know, I'm losing weight. 
I'm kind of feeling myself a little bit, you know, and I thought that because I looked a certain way, I had to settle for certain things beforehand. So when I made that post, um, I was kind of coming out of that relationship and I was just like, you know what, from here on out, I just need to focus on me. Like, I don't need to be worried about like a man, a female or, you know, anybody, friends, right. none of that. Like, it's really all about me. So it's just about being selfish with what I want and doing things that make me happy before I worry about somebody else. So that was really the, the driving point for that post. Um, and I'm still still learning, still going through you know, like, okay, is this what you want? Not what somebody else wants, but is this what right. you truly want? So, yeah. Okay. I mean, I think that resonates with, with everybody that's listening. We are all still works in progress. Like, nobody's mm-hmm. finished mm-hmm. growing no, at this you're point not. in time. So, yeah. Right. And like I said, like, I just had to go through my whole little moments of, you know, dealing with, like, insecurities, doubts. And then when I hit that glow up, you know, it was just like... Okay, but let me stay humble. Right, let me bring right. it down. <laughs> let me bring it down a notch, you know, and just work on self love. Hey, that that resonates with it, with me right there. When you get the glow up, yes. stay humble. Please stay humble because God will remind you. Right. <laughs> right. No question. With the click, that's discipline. <laughs> so we know here at Jack of All Space that you are an avid reader. Mm-hmm. So what book has made the biggest impact on your life? Yeah, so I don't have time to read. But no, they didn't get it wrong because I buy books. Yeah. That's the thing. Like I will buy hella books, but it'll be like I'll read one or two chapters yeah, and done. then I'll put it down, you know, <laughs> and I have to stop doing that. Like I, I really do want to get into more self-development and, you know, books about just, again, entrepreneurship and how to stay consistent. Um, so. I think one of the books that I, and it doesn't have anything to do with entrepreneurship, but one of the books that I am, I just started reading this on the plane Friday, was uh, Relationship Goals by Michael Todd. Okay. So I'm I'm starting that one. Yeah. Now if y'all invite me back, I'll be able to say <laughs> Hopefully you just read more than the first <laughs> chapter. Right. <laughs> All right, well then, maybe I shouldn't ask this question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. So we know that was more for relationships, but what do you think is a good book that entrepreneurs should seek out and try to find? Um, hmm. I got a few of those. I'm thinking about the most recent book that I bought. I think it was called um, Get Shit Done. Mm. Okay. Um, Straight to the point. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the title itself captured me. Right. And again, it, it captured me because, again, I struggle with consistency. I struggle with getting things done. So I would say that is probably a, a good book for an entrepreneur to read. And then for my female entrepreneurs, the Girl Boss um, book, I think that would be a really good book for somebody to to get into. All right. Well, listen, she didn't <laughs> drop the gems. You better go cop those books. Target. Target. Right. <laughs> Now, I want to take a minute to say, you know, uh, rest in peace to your friend who passed. Mm-hmm. Um, you had a friend pass through the COVID-19. Uh, what was one of the things you missed about her? Thank you. Ooh, that's tough. Um, so my friend that passed, Kia, she mm-hmm. was like, that was my business bestie. Um, it would be 2 o'clock in the morning. I get a text from her like, hey, sis, I just want to let you know I'm proud of you. You know, and... It's so important to have those types of relationships as an entrepreneur because everybody don't get it. Like, you know, if you're, especially if you're in a relationship and you're dealing with somebody that may not have that, you know, mentality of an entrepreneur, 
they may not get why you're staying up till five o'clock in the morning to package orders. And then you're turning around at eight o'clock to be at your nine to five. Mm. Um, but Kia was like a person that, you know, she just always had such a big heart, big spirit, and she cared about everybody. And I'm not, you know, saying that none of my other friends have that set those same qualities, but I know I'm not going to be able to find that anywhere else. Um, so I'll definitely miss, and I already do, I miss the encouragement from her, you know, and just the cheering me on, you know. She could have been at her lowest, but she's still going to, like, be that cheerleader for somebody else. And so, you know, that's that's what I really miss the most about her. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, uh, you know, I just want to add, for everybody that, you know, is listening and that thinks that COVID is not real, it's very much mm-hmm. real. Like Message. It's very much real. My mom and my stepdad actually tested positive for it, too, mm. after she passed. So I'm just like, oh, my God, I can't go through this again. But, you know, I just try to encourage everybody to, you know, just bo- boost your immune system up. Just boost your immune system up. You know, be mindful of what you eat, what you take in, and just. It, it's really things that we should have been doing a long time ago, yeah. you know, yeah, like washing yeah, our hands yeah. no and not being all up in people's space. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we get carried away. We're human. We make mistakes. But, you know, just practice, you know, being safe, being clean. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well stated. I think we all need to be reminded to tighten up just a little bit. Exactly. Just a little bit. Yeah. Um, on a lighter note, you're an active member of the Beehive. The Beehive. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> the Beehive. <laughs> You got to give us your favorite album. My favorite album is probably Lemonade. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think, ooh, like, I, it's hard for me to even say I got a favorite album because I love any and everything Beyonce. Like, I'll probably fight somebody over Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I done deleted so many people off social media for talking <laughs> junk about Beyonce. But um, I would have to say Lemonade. And the reason why is because of the just the creativity that she poured into that body of work. Like, it was just so dope. Like, you got the visuals. Um, then you have, like, the songs and the music. And I, I don't see how she did it. Like, coming off of that whole cheating phase and, you know, mm. the, the little bad parts that they had in their marriage. But she still got it done. So yeah, She put it all in the music. She did. Mm-hmm. She did. For sure. Um, been to any concerts of hers? What? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hey, that's, 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 say less. Yes. Okay. And my first concert was um when she came to Greens when she used to come to North Carolina. <laughs> when she came to Greensboro, um, I think it was like her Beyonce tour. Um, I think I've been to like three, probably like three or four concerts. And the last one that I went to was the On the Run tour too in Houston. I okay. had to go to Houston because that's where she's from. The whole town. The whole right. town. Right. That's a different concert when you go right. home. Yeah, right. Yeah. So you know they're gonna put on the show. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, any thoughts on the Becky situation? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like we all have been there. Like, we've all been there. Um, I think a lot of times we place celebrities on pedestals. So we don't think, like, oh, she's getting cheated on. She's right. Beyonce. Who going to cheat on her? Jay-Z. Yeah. Like, mm. I mean, you know, so I think I respected her more when she put that out there that, you know, they had went through that situation. And, you know, I really felt for her because it's just like, dang, you know, like you, this boss ass female you know you making money you're a singer you're bad and you still getting cheated on you right. know it's unfortunate but um i just kind of 
I like the fact that they were able to work through it. I like the fact that they were very transparent about right. it and just kind of let us know that, hey, we're still human. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. At the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'm sure that inspired a, a lot of other lot people of, through their own situation. A lot of relationships, right. Mm-hmm. What about Black is King? You got to that yet? Oh, so I haven't been able <laughs> oh, to watch no. it. I know. <laughs> and I downloaded, I downloaded Disney Plus, but I was really trying to catch up on work. Okay. Um, because of everything that happened, you know, with my friend in July, I was I just took a break. I had to take a break, okay. shut down everything. So when I went to Atlanta this weekend, I was catching up on work and I was like, I wanna watch it, I wanna start, but I just felt like I was gonna be distracted. So I didn't. But I've been seeing like everybody's post and <laughs> it's only been two days it's, it's only, only been, been two, two days. days but i'm just like when i get home after i leave here i'm going to watch it <laughs> <laughs> we can hold you to that though i'm watching it <laughs> all right so you had an ig post and it said let me make sure i get it correct if she cut her hair after the relationship <laughs> y'all are not getting back together <laughs> so my question is are you speaking from experience with that post mm-hmm Oh, yep. okay. Yeah. <laughs> you, you don't want to go too deep in it. Just what kind of cut? Uh, I, I, I chopped all my hair off. You know, I, I was really like, I'm cutting off all dead ends. So, Ooh, okay. Um, I cut my hair off. Um, blah, blah, blah. I can't remember when I cut it off, but yeah, it was around that two, 2017 mark. I cut it off. And I just felt so rejuvenated after I cut it off. And I just, I mean, it was just like a turning point. Like, life is starting over and I just knew like oh I knew I wasn't going back anyway but you know I just knew once I once I did that like I was completely done and it it was refreshing definitely a new beginning all right so now this is for our gentlemen out there listening to the podcast maybe some some ladies as well (laughs) 2020 never know (laughs) what is it like to date a boss (laughs) so um Mm. So I'm currently in a relationship. We've been together for the last three years. Um, oh, well, and big up, big up for sure. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, my boyfriend. Hopefully he don't listen to that part. I know, right? but he a good know. dude. I seen him outside. He's he a good is. dude. He's, he's a, a good really dude. Good Stand dude. up guy. Yeah, he's a really good dude, and I think that's important. Um, we actually knew each other beforehand, um, but we were friends, so it was just kind of like we had that friendship, and then we just kind of uh-huh. built on that. And and then we got together. And I think that's really what makes us work while we click. Um, and then the fact that he's also doing his thing as an entrepreneur, too. So it's like he gets it. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times he helps me out with a lot of stuff that I'm doing. Um, so we kind of work as a team. Yep. So just hearing you say that sparks something in me from a situation that's happened. You know, it's, it's, it's still current. But with the B. Simone, she was talking about her dating requirements and how she would never date somebody that's doing a nine to five because mm-hmm. you know currently she is an entrepreneur but how how do you feel about that like at one point she was in that same position but now right going back to what you said earlier she done glowed up and mm-hmm. she's going to be <laughs> humble yeah mm-hmm. so i i kind of agree with what she's saying um because before i dated him you know i've i dated other guys that you know weren't with the whole entrepreneurship didn't have the entrepreneurship mindset so again they don't get why you're staying up till a certain time to do business stuff, you know, and then getting up, going to work the next day, or they don't get like, why is she not texting me back? But you on your phone posting content because it's my business. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, they don't get it. So I totally get where B. Simone was coming from. And I think people took it out of context a lot. You know, I don't think she was kind of saying like, oh, I'm better than somebody that works on nine to five because 
depending on what his nine to five is, you know, he might be making some money. He might be making more money than you as an entrepreneur. So I think people just kind of took it out of context. Um, But I get what she was saying. Like you really, when you are dating and when you're in a relationship, you really want to date somebody who is kind of like on that same path as you mentally, spiritually, you know, Mm -hmm. all those different levels. Because if you don't, it's not going to work. Yeah, wouldn't understand that. Right. Okay. Now, we also know that you're a shooter. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to tell us what you got what you got when you go to the range and what you're using. What, what you got over there? So I own a 22. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I just got my concealed to carry permit the other day. And woo. Okay. Congrats. But, um, Congrats. Yeah, thank that's you. big. Thank okay. you. you got, y'all got to stay. Got to stay safe. Hey, yeah, exactly. So but I prefer. Don't run up. <laughs> right. Don't run up. <laughs> Please don't. But what I prefer, though, is a 380. But I just couldn't get the little lever to go down with my nails. So that's why uh, I didn't buy it. Okay. But when I go to the gun range, that's what that's I prefer what she, to okay. shoot, a 380. Okay. Yep. All right. So about you, Banks? I know you own a couple pieces. What, yeah. what you got? Oh, man. Uh, what, what do I have right now? I got the uh, I got the 45. That's what I I needed something with some kick to it because, you know, you never know when something go down. <laughs> if you hear that, you're getting out of the way because if I hear that around me, it's like, I ain't really looking to see who got it. I'm just getting out of there. <laughs> so uh, that and the PLR 16. Mm. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. that gun tie, I have no clue y'all talking about. <laughs> I don't own a weapon. So hey, I man, need- <laughs> listen, by law, you allowed to go ahead yeah. and get your legal right and go ahead and get you mm-hmm. one. Yeah, I think for me it was a it was a good decision because as a female, you know, we got to protect ourselves. People, crazy. Yeah. people yeah. are sure. crazy. People are crazy. I can't stress that enough. Like people crazy, but um, you know, I don't want. I hope I don't have to use it because like <laughs> I don't want to shoot anybody. Exactly. But don't run up, like you said. Right. <laughs> Straight up, run up, get done up. Yeah. <laughs> That's all it is right there. All right, so Ebony, shout out all the socials mm-hmm. so that the people can find you. Okay, so um, I am on Instagram. My personal Instagram is bossy, B-A-W-S-Y underscore. And you can follow my business at the bossy brand um, on Instagram. I can also be found on my website, www.thebossybrand.com. And I'm on Facebook, Ebony. I think it's Ebony Frazier, Ebony Giselle. I had to throw my Beyonce in there. Somewhere. We'll clear it up um, in the bio. Yeah, yeah, but that's how you can find me. All right, so is there anything going on? We know, let me rewind that. With all that's going on with COVID and all that, I'm sure there were um, events that you would do. So once mm-hmm. all of this is over, are there any things that you have potentially coming down the line? So I want to get back into doing pop-up shops. Like okay. I, last year and the year before last, I did a couple of um, pop-up series, the pop-up series CLT. Um, I did a few of those. And what I liked about it was, you know, it's just giving black entrepreneurs a chance to showcase their businesses, sell their products and get their faces out there. Um, I really enjoyed doing that, um, was able to connect a lot of people. So that's something that I really want to get back into. And I'm trying to find a way of doing that virtually at this point because we don't know when outside is going to open back up. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Um, And then I'll probably do something for um, female entrepreneurs um, at the later part of this year. Again, when I figure out, you know, how I can do it in a safe environment, you know, and we all kind of come together, but stay socially distant. Yeah, well, no right. doubt. Whenever you figure that out, let us know. Yeah. We'll definitely mm-hmm. promote okay. for you. Okay, thank you. Like you said, connecting. We want to do that as well. I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you so no much. Mm-hmm. All right, so good people. 
You already know what time it is. You've heard the boss. Huh? Huh? Make sure you go follow that girl, the bossy brand. Go to the website, check for the events, all that good stuff. Just the energy. You heard it, but like we said, don't run up on it. It won't be good for you. It won't be good for you. But people, you know where you can find us, Jack of All Speed CLT on IG. If you want to hear the episode, you know, Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, my personal favorite, Breaker. <laughs> Haven't heard it on Breaker yet, but I'm going to download yeah, it right. just because we're on Breaker. <laughs> so if you want to see the visuals, you can find us at YouTube. Shout out Marlo. Marlo. Behind the camera. And as always, I am the beloved one. That's your boy, YBB, Prada Africa. Shout out to Angola one more time. Uh, the beloved one at times. Uh, Blue Water Banks. <laughs> Banks. Fat Boy Tires. <laughs> And of course, Miss Ebony Fraser, thank you for making time for thank us, Matt. Thank you. Thank y'all for having me. I enjoyed it. Right. And hopefully, we can bring you back once you've read some books. <laughs> right. I'm going to come back. I'm going to come back. We're going to have you back. Part two, yeah. of course. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Y'all know how we close this thing out. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace, Malik Taylor. If you don't know who that is, Fife Dog, A Tribe Called Quest. Mm-hmm. Tell your mother, tell your father, send a telegram. And we out. Out. Sure.